Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Chris and Alan will be sharing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Both hosts are authors and businessmen and have been mentoring and consulting for their clients for over 50 years with their combined knowledge. So without further ado, we have an exciting show for you today. Let's get started. Hi, it's Christopher Cummy with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. We've got a great guest in the house as well. Alan, are you there? I am here and present and ready for our special guest. We've had a great day so far. I'm excited. This has been a fun one. Me too. We're coming off some great energy, and uh, we're going to obviously have some more energy from the show we have. And this is, you know, what our show is all about, is bringing great insight, unique and raw insight for that matter. You know, for those uh, of our audience that are looking to expand themselves, learn more information, and this is a great place to do that. So as always, I say get your journals out, get ready for the golden nuggets from our guest today, because she certainly has a lot of them to share. And I always give the unique pleasure to Alan, even though he threw me under the bus the other day to introduce the guest, and I wasn't ready for it. However, you know, I'm a sales guy, I can dance, and um, Alan, why don't you do the unique pleasure of introducing our guest today? Excellent. And by the way, Christopher does a a, a fabulous uh, Texas two-step, so that's just a side (laughs) note. Um, I I do want to reiterate what Chris said. Really take your your journals out and paper, whatever you've got. We've got a teacher in the house and a a very well-accredited teacher, someone that's got lots of history, uh, lots of experience, and uh, a lot of people listen to her. And uh, we are indeed two of those people. But uh, this young woman, and I say she's young because she is very young, and um, very, very privileged to have her on the show. But um, in 2013... She formed the uh, Strategic Market Insight Group and then um, been a high-performance coach in 2016. She kept her, kept her run and founded the Women's Biz Accelerator. Now, just to give you an idea of the background prior to that, she has degrees in biology, sociology, a master's in healthcare administration, and a PhD in social policy, uh, human health services research, and health economics. We're talking about increasing human potential. So really endearingly, uh, sharpen your pencils because uh, we have Amy Smallers in the house. Amy, welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Very honored. Well, Amy's in the house, and uh, we're going to certainly get started. And, you know, my famous question to start things off, Amy, is, you know, to tell us, you know, what, um, what, what, you know, where did you start? What, you know, bring us through that journey and bring us back at the beginning to the now and then, you know, what your future looks like. Uh, Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. I think this is always a fun question uh, to ask people. And for me, I won't go back too crazy far. But um, I, you know, as you, when you introduced me, thank you, uh, with the different road I've taken having the degrees. And so I had that traditional road of, you know, go to college, work, get a master's, go back to school and and kind of progress that way. Um, But I got to a point a little over three years ago when I was in the corporate world, you know, smaller multinational corporation, but it was, I had a great team. But what happened was I, I got an email um, and a phone call on a Tuesday evening to be there early the next day. And you, you know when you just have something that just doesn't, 
you're like something's up you don't know exactly what but you're like ah, the intuition right. yeah, yeah the intuition the gut kicks in yeah like my belly was off you know i got tense in the shoulders it was you know so you know went into the office the next morning walked in the boardroom everyone was there except our president because he'd been let go the night before and mm-hmm. nobody knew not even him and the person who was the acting president who I was sitting across from was a person that I could never work for <laughs> because, you know, you just, you mm, don't sure. trust him. He developed this toxic environment. And that was what I call um, my new first day, if you will, because I made the decision that I couldn't stay there and thought about where I was going to go. And I couldn't go to a different place with the same story, if you will. So... That's when I decided to go out on my own and start my own company. And, you know, fast forward about three years now, I have been able to build a a coaching practice that I do, you know, individuals, group coaching. I am able to teach, which is great, um, students, and also do workshops and live events and really just have a way to reach people. And I have my mission in the next five years to reach and serve a million people and help them to live intentionally each day and bring that to them. So when you talk with the future, I see people realizing they have a choice every day when they wake up to be intentional and to have that proactive mindset and just practice that on a daily basis of what can I do today to help myself and to contribute to others and, and go through that. So I started on the road of the traditional road, and now I'm off on, you know, what, what's seen by many is very non-traditional, but I have this passion to help people recognize the potential that they have, and I think because society is crazy the way it can be sometimes, is people don't take the time to recognize that in themselves. So I want to bring, get back to the basics and make it simple first, and then go forward. I love that. Basics are so overlooked you know, the simple things are so overlooked because people are trying to speed through life, mm-hmm. you know, at this rapid race. And, you know, it's funny as you get older and I'm 45 now, I've learned to really enjoy slowing time down mm-hmm. <laughs> and really just enjoying the aspect of building. And, and like you had a lot of uh, epiphanies um, in the last few years to take our genius zone as we have them, each individual and doing similar things, but going out there and helping others mm-hmm. just really achieve the things that they want. And uh, I commend you on that. And you said a couple of things and uh, you know, I know Alan's uh, itching to get a couple of questions in, so I'll be quick. My new first day, I love that. You know, and, and, and something you brought up, you can't um, go to a different place with the same story. And that was just, you know, something that stood out to me and, you know, audience again, as you're listening, that is so important, you know, as you're going towards the things that you don't have yet, or you have dreams or goals or things like that, is that you have to let go of the other story because Mm -hmm. that's the image you put on yourself of who you are. And in order to go get the things that you really want, you have to start creating that new story or that new image and, you know, go find things that are going to help support that. And I love the living intentionally every day. And, you know, it's a choice to be able to do that. So thanks for sharing that. The basics are important to me. That's what I teach. 
and I keep it really simple. So I uh, music to my ears, Alan. <laughs> Alan, you're there. Let's 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 get on with it. Let's get on with the, with the role, Amy. You said a, you said a, a lot already, but you talked about, of course, being intentional and proactive, but also make it simple first. And I think that's really key because I think a lot of people overcomplicate it. But with that said, as an entrepreneur, how do you not fall prey to other people's objectives and agendas? Oh, no, that's a great question because it's so easy to do because I have the tendency probably like many other entrepreneurs to see squirrels or things, you know, shiny objects. Let me go get that. Um, yes, and, yes and, we, all, we all do that. <laughs> we, get, we get that. Yeah, and, and I think being, for me at least, you know, personally, being aware that I have that tendency and, you know, having basically this internal switch that goes on if something looks interesting or someone is suggesting something to me to say, oh, okay, that sounds interesting, but then give a quick rundown of, okay, why is that interesting? You know, okay, so my, and I, I talk about this later too, I have what I call guiding words. So I have things that I want to move toward to live up to. And I say, okay, will this opportunity enable me to grow and develop of the direction I want to head in? Or is this going to deplete where I want to be headed? And by depleting, meaning taking away from where I want to go, and even though someone else may be wanting me to go there, it may not be good for me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, it does make sense. I, I try to be really cognizant, and it's hard for <laughs> me. I'm getting better. Um, and, but, but that's how I avoid getting caught up in other people's agendas, because it's first this acknowledgement, like, okay, this seems important to them. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, what are their motivations? Is this something that could help me help others is another way that I look at that also because there's a lot of opportunities that could be fun, cool, uh, challenging, but they may not help me serve others the way I want to. So I go through that internal dialogue with myself and probably talk myself out loud if someone was in the room at times, but um, that's how I avoid and do my best to avoid other people's agendas. Well, you're being proactive at that, and I think that's really key because you know we've we've you know fallen prey to that. I know that I have, and Chris yeah. and I always try to charge you know all activities and new things and new squirrel shiny objects, if you will, back yeah. to our focus and our mission. And if it, and if it falls in line and it adds value and a high yeah. enough value, then we'll consider it. Otherwise, yeah. we have to categorize it into you know compartmentalize it into you know a, a level of value and, and maybe address it later and maybe not. But yeah, it is easy to. Uh, it is easy to squirrel and and uh, you know we find that um, you know happens to us on a you know or we're at least exposed to it on a regular basis so i like the fact that you are um you charge it all back to you know will it actually help you on your mission to serve others and i think that's very admirable well i think with givers you know um, we generally want to help people and you know that comes first and foremost but at the same time we've had to learn um, you know, our own mission and, and to be able to say no in ways that you can still inspire them and motivate them and give them yeah. a little bit of time uh, just to help explore some ideas yeah. and better yet, point them off to people as we're networkers as well. And we have a great ability to push on, hey, listen, I can't, but I know someone who might be able to. And that's what I've learned to do mm-hmm. um, because I get a lot of people coming my way. <laughs> Um, you know, the more uh, people come when I find when I'm at the edge of pushing something else in my life 
and that mm-hmm. seems to be when the most people come. And I call it the uh, you know the the interference uh, that the universe likes to throw at us every once in a while, <laughs> and um, and learning how to take that and and um, and and move it in a very positive way uh, to say no, but to make sure that hey, I've got some resources by the way, or better yet, have you thought about so and so, or you know, and 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 have you read this book? Um, you know, I try to deflect a little bit and, and make sure that it's uh, important, and and that is important to us, um, you know, as givers uh, to be able to still give them something, but it may not be exactly uh, what they may have intended when they came to us in the first place. So I totally get that. Uh, moving on, you know, and I think you might have shared a, a little bit, but what's an aha moment that you know really brought you the clarity uh, on what you're doing now and that purpose? Yeah, I I love that question because you know I think like many of us we we have a few different aha moments where sort of what we ask the universe for the universe gives and it sort of clicks I guess. Um, but for me, really, the clarity on my purpose, um, and and this is maybe kind of well, not I don't want to say silly because it happened and it's I think it's important for me. But um, when I had been when I initially started my business, it I was doing what I'd always done, which was healthcare consulting. And an aha moment for me was when I had a great client who was super, just a nice person, um, smart person. And we were sitting down and we just finished a project. And he just looked at me and said, listen, he goes, Amy, I could have you do projects for years for me. He said, but that's not what you're meant to do. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) That's what I was trained to do. You know what you're talking about? And he said, the way I've seen you work with my team and the way that I see people engage with you and the way that you resonate and can share with other people, he said, yeah, you could do this forever, but you're wasting your time. He said, I want to see you do other things. Um, And I think that for me was an aha moment because, you know, I had felt for a while that I wanted to do this other piece and um, do the coaching and the speaking. But, you know, being trained the way I was, like, well, that's kind of fluff on the side stuff that's not a you know business you know? <laughs> how do you make a business out of that right um but i needed that um and to this day you know a great mentor still of just okay that was my aha moment of someone else recognizing mm-hmm. and then me allowing that subconscious to come up and say oh yeah yeah you've been you've been thinking that for a while so finally someone you know slapped upside the head and said will you do this <laughs> you know basically but I, I think that for me was um almost a, uh, a validation of something I had wanted to do and had been working toward, but kind of that push. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, I hear that a lot. And you yeah, know, certainly have had those uh, moments in time. And, um, you know, how someone else recognizing it before, you know, you know, myself, mm-hmm. and, and that's the people places events and circumstances that, you know, just show up, um, especially when you have some uh, internal dialogue, and you, you know, you look in the mirror, and you know you have that um, that that thing that talks back to you, whoever that thing is, and you know I call it my other self now. <laughs> I've learned to listen to that other self, and you know that one that shows up in the mirror and says, "Hey, hey, 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 you're not you're not doing a, you're not aligned mm-hmm. here. What's going on?" You know, mm-hmm. and and then I look at it back and I say, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> I'm gonna get back at it. You're right, <laughs> uh, but I had to learn that. So it sounds yeah. like uh, you know that 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 is a common aha, and you've got to listen to that, and you're ready to listen to that, and that's the that's the real cool thing is, 
you know, you were ready to listen to that and it showed up and, and now you're doing it. And that's amazing. And, and let me ask you this question because you said, how do I make a business out of that? Uh-huh. Hey, Amy, you got a business doing that. I, <laughs> that's right. I know. <laughs> that's just incredible. Take a snapshot. <laughs> I did it, yeah. You did it. As quoted here right now, I officially uh-huh. have a business doing that. I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Alan, take us away, my friend. Let, let's go to the other end of the spectrum because I love playing the yin and the yang and the A to Z. And if you can accept things at each end, you can accept things in the middle. Given uh, what you just said about about mentors and so forth and the people that have really been able to give you the aha moment and inspire you, let's go to the other side. Um, where When's the time when, when things were not as positive and they were down and uh, you really questioned maybe where you were at and uh, what should you do? And where do you go? And uh, not the hopeless feeling necessarily, unless that was a big piece, but uh, that downtrodden that I know a lot of f- folks listening have either experienced or are experiencing. And how'd you come out of that? Oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> um, Good answer. No, yeah. No, I would. I would say. So, you know, we talked about the aha moment, and I and I ran with that, and learning i think where i i struggled was um the underestimation of the time and effort it would take to actually build that up right. if if that makes sense because yeah, it does it was so this is it, i don't know if it'll come out the wrong way it felt easy to get the first few clients because i literally just picked up the phone and said hey i'm doing this would you like to do it yeah sure amy no problem i'd love to work with you great you know, so you have this, you know, because you've built up a network of people right. um, that know you. And where where the rubber really meets the road is when you get beyond that small bubble of the people that know you and you have to go outside of that circle mm-hmm. to then help other people understand who you are, the value you can bring to them because you know you can help them um, and you, you and you want to. Um, but there is there is a point. Um, about a year and a half ago where I thought, okay, well, I'm, is this it? Because I, I feel like I'm tapped out. Like I'm talking to people, I'm trying to do this, and it's just, it doesn't feel like it's working. Um, and I think at that point, you know, getting, and I'd had a, I'd had a coach, but I, I found, I went back to a couple of my mentors, and then I, I got a business coach, basically, of somebody that had been recommended because mm-hmm. that's for me. I just can't go shop around and find somebody. It was through recommendation to work with somebody, because mm-hmm. um, that's how it, you know, it works. But just to have some tips on okay, working on my own um, positive mindset, and I and I wasn't where I should have been in the terms of that positivity and thinking that I had been before. Um, but then also getting down to some of the basics and learning the hard way to delegate some of that work, which I like to do stuff. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> on my own <laughs> so, so so getting in that period of thinking okay this isn't working well it's because I was trying to do things that I wasn't good at mm-hmm. but felt I had to do because well it was me and learned that I'm good at what I'm good at and delegate to other people who are good at those things mm-hmm. which gives me mm-hmm. time to do the stuff I'm good at Sure. and voila sure. about three or four months into that I had a new way um, of getting clients consistently. And so, it, but it took that, okay, you're not alone. You can't do it alone um, mm-hmm. kind of piece um, to go through that. 
Well, you had to relinquish some of that authority and some of that responsibility and then trust that it would happen. Yeah, and that's and that's, that's tough. Hard. That that's was tough. hard. Yeah. yeah, creators don't like to let go of their stuff. They don't like to let go of control of the reins. But like you said, we get bogged down and then nothing happens. You get stuck in the mud and, and then nothing happens. Yeah, and that and that's kind of what happened. I thought, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, I guess I'm not, you know, instead of learning something new. I mean, I love to learn new things, but there's some things that I just, I felt overwhelmed with trying sure. to figure it out. And being able to compartmentalize and you know, breathe a bit and then rebuild, if you will. It, that's what I ended up doing. Awesome. So that's a good learning experience. And and heads up, folks, that's a great uh, nugget. Learn to let go of some of the things you're not great at and find somebody else that is great at those and have them take those reins for you so you can focus on your, on your you know, your wisdom and focus on your, your genius zone. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. And, and Amy, it sounds like, it sounds like you went back to the basics and made it simple. <laughs> <laughs> I took my own advice not knowing. That's right. No, I did exactly right. I went back to the basics. And I love it. Works. I love it. But you said something as well, you know, rubber meets the road um, outside of that bubble you're in. And uh, that's when you really learned um, that, hey, listen, I've got to do something because if this is it, this is not what I signed up for. And you were smart enough. Um, to go and find, uh, you know, some help and, and get a business coach. So, you know, on that note, you know, having a business coach, tell yeah. us what, you know, you think a coach does because you are a coach, but you also have yeah. a coach or many coaches or many mentors and people mm -hmm. that give you in, you know, that are influence on you. Tell us about, you know, your journey as being a coach and have a coach because that, that is a cool topic right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, coaches no, that's coaches. Yeah. That's right. No, that's that's a great one because I think one of the pieces um, and what sticks out on my mind is uh, my coach who I had at the time, you know, basically said, well, Amy, you're not a person to just give up, you know, so and they also pointed out, which was great. And um, this is going to sound kind of fluky, but we've been watching the Star Wars movies with my sons mm -hmm. who were seven and eight. So I have this in of my course. head, too. I don't I think it's from Star Wars, two or something. <laughs> and it was the idea that mentors and coaches have a way of really challenging you um, in, in ways that you think you're either hiding from them or avoiding talking about. And they just find a way to like, get in there and force you. And that's um, what, what I love and hate, that love-hate relationship <laughs> at the same time. That accountability piece? <laughs> it is because the, my coach said at the time, so... Basically, sarcastically, because that's we we had a good relationship. She basically said, "Well, okay, awesome. So you're going to go back to corporate world now?" And I was like, "No." She said, "Okay, then. <laughs> you know, you just made your decision. You know, um, but it's and and that's what that's a great question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and that's what I'd like to think. Um, and I and I've had clients that have that have said this and referred to other people, but um, I don't let them off easy, if you will. A they say they can't do something. Well, why? So I, I actually act like my seven-year-old. Why not? Why not? Why? What about why? this? It's a why great do you say question. That? It's a great What makes you think up. that? <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and I learn. Um, I bring the things that I go through in my own life and with my coaches, and I bring that to my clients or to my workshops that I do because I figure, okay, if the technique's good enough for me, it should you know help somebody else too. Um, and so it, it keeps me on my toes as well, um, 
learning from them and then sharing what I learned because I like to do that. I like to transfer knowledge, connect mm -hmm. pieces. So having a coach gives me a different perspective and allows me to see through a different lens perhaps and then I can bring that hat to other people. Great. And, and you know, Brian Tracy uh, actually brought this out in our, uh, our interview we had with each other on his TV show that, you know, he is uh, of the same mindset is that when he learns something, he likes to go and teach it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it does bring another lens and it allows him to be able to learn more. Yeah. And that's the beauty is that when you learn from someone, you can take it, you can synthesize it, you can bring it your own spin, but you can bring a whole new perspective on it. And, you know, I always relate it to the fact that when your face is right up against the picture, and, and this is my analogy of coaching, is that you won't see the beauty of the picture. You got to have someone who can say, hey, listen, back up just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just back up just mm -hmm. a little bit. And now you see a whole different picture. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having a coach is they're the ones that allow you to back up a little bit and look at the big picture. And let's get rid of some of the things and obstacles in your way and mainly the nose that's on your face <laughs> because it's way yeah. too close to the picture. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of an analogy I throw out at you know coaching and they help you see those blind spots and you know it's so important. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing your experience as being coached and a coach and then taking that information which is absolutely amazing. And um, anyway, Alan, take us away. Well, you're talking about being a consummate student. And if, mm -hmm. you're, if you're being coached by a coach, then you're humble and uh, you're grateful and you're listening and you are learning. And I think there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of coaches out there, a lot of people in a, in a position of influence over others that are not uh, continuous learners. And uh, I think they're, you know, they struggle with that and uh, they become obsolete to a certain degree. So, and, and I know that you're not that way. I know that you are a consummate learner and you're a consummate teacher. But um, for some of the people listening, how um, or what kind of a resource would you suggest uh, that, they, that they either enlist in or practice, a best practice that uh, they should follow so that they do maintain that consistent student mindset? Oh, uh, okay. Good question. So I just want to make sure I heard, so how, what people who are in a position to coach or be a mentor, what they can do? Is well, what they can do or, or just, you know, what your audience can do. What could this audience do to be, to, to still, or to, if they're not currently, you know, of a yeah. student mindset, how do they get in that mindset and how do you stay in that mindset? No, I, I love that question. Um, and part of it, I, at least for me is, you know, as I mentioned, I have younger, two younger boys, and I am amazed almost, pretty much on a daily basis how they view things or how they see things or how they talk about things. And, you know, and I forget who said this quote, but it's something just stay curious was the quote. And stay curious. I like stay that. Stay curious. And we actually, so my sister-in-law is very artistically talented. I am not. <laughs> so... She actually, she made a really cool sign for us and we have it in our we, like kitchen living room because we have open concept place, but we have it, a big sign in there, just stay curious. And, and I, anybody who will listen to that, I say, stay curious because that aspect, if you're staying curious, which means it means you're listening, you're not talking just to be heard. It means you're, you're observing and you're 
just curious, well, how did that work with this and how does that relate to this? And so you're instinctively trying to connect some dots. Um, and I think being curious, you you just have better conversations because you're actually interested in what the other person has to say. And, and it gets you in the mindset to, you know, read more, you know, talk, listen more, things like that. So I, mm -hmm. I think for me, it's just, you know, I, I guess that simple term, which seems to be my theme of um, stay curious um, because that that really that. helps. Yeah. That, yeah, that's an awesome term. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I hope everybody, I, I need a highlighter pen because... I'm going to highlight that in green right now because I think that's fantastic. Me too. Uh, stay curious. And, and that applies to anybody about anything. And mm -hmm. I would imagine it include being a parent, uh, uh, being a mentor, being a student, whatever the case may be. That's awesome. I, I like love that. to stay curious. And mm -hmm. I try to stay curious through the lens of my kids as well. And, and we talked about this pri uh, pr previously. You know mm -hmm. that um, I have uh, three younger kids: uh, a nine-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a, a one-year-old. Next week, and now the one-year-old, his birthday's coming up. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, to stay curious, I always, um, you know, again look at through their lens, and and it, and it's so beautiful to watch. You know, when I bring my sons, uh, especially the two little ones, even my daughter, still she's so curious, and she asks a lot of questions about why and why and why, and I love it. I just want her to stay curious her whole life. Um, but you know, my two little guys. Uh, the one, uh, you know, Bennett, he is turning one. And, you know, when I look at his face, bringing him in a, in a room, I mean, he notices everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, yep. and, 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 you know, as life continues, we notice less and less. And I think that that is the one thing that I pay attention to more is, wow, like look through the wonder of a child's eyes and everything is amazing. Mm -hmm. everything incredible whether it's a red lamp in a room or whether it's a smile on someone's face all the way in the other corner or whether it's a screwdriver sitting on a desk i mean that is curious um and i'm looking at my my office right now as as, I, as i'm saying <laughs> that and and you know again just relating to the things around me but that would be curious and paying attention to all those little things. You know, I truly believe the teachability index is something that people should really pay attention to. And, you know, there's one thing that I talk about is that if you don't have what you want, you really got to be more teachable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing that goes along with teachable is accepting change because you're not going to get the things you want in life unless you're willing to change some things in your life. Yeah. And that is, a, you know, that, that's the duality is that most people aren't willing to get out of that comfort zone and aren't willing to change, but yet they want all these changes in their life. Well, everybody wants folks, to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die, right? right? That's the yeah, same, that's a great analogy <laughs> mm -hmm. right there is, uh, but, you know, in order to get those things and, and, and create those uh, changes in your life is you've got to actually, you know, make those moves first. And, you know, again, we've talked about the people, places, circumstances, events. Mm -hmm. um, someone will show up and, and, and help encourage that which you think about, that which you want. And, and that's so cool. Um, so I'm a big believer in change. So on that note, how do you deal with change, Amy? Oh, well, um, that feels like a softball question because I almost, <laughs> right, so being, I think just being an entrepreneur and um, 
having what other people call risky behavior at times of how, you know, trying something new. I just feel it's, it's a, it's a, a strategic move, but it seems risky to others. Right. But, um, I think for change, I embrace it actually. And I almost not, I mean, I, it's not to the level of chaos where it's, it's really a challenge, but to have change, I thrive in that change zone because it gets to the topic you were just saying about being teachable, right? And I, I know, and my parents, I think, raised me this way too of, you know, embracing things as they happen. Um, and, and we moved around a few times when I was younger and, um, you know, my dad changed jobs a couple times. My mom did too, you know, moved states, all that stuff. So change, I think, from when I was younger was just kind of part of what we we did. Um, but now, I don't know, I, I embrace it because I always, you know, I'm the dorky opportunist, right, where I say, okay, the, you know, the glass isn't half full or half empty. It's full of what I put in it, right? And I And like this that. is what I have in it right now. And if I want to, you know, change that, okay, what do I need to do? To, to change what's in my cup, in my glass, if I don't like it. Um, but knowing, um, and I guess it, this gets back to that living intentionally piece that I know it's, it's my choice, that I have choices. I may not like all of them, but I have a choice. And okay, if, if it's going to be a change that's going to help me get there, well then, all right, let's, you know, bring it on. Let's go, you know, and let's go do it. Um, so I, I embrace that and I, and I see change as an opportunity, uh, for me to grow and learn. Um, and that's, but that, that's me. So that's, that's how I see it. And that's a great way to look at it. I mean, that's an attitude. I mean, you have that attitude that, you know, listen, if, if something's going to happen and it needs to change, then I, I, I have to just roll with that, roll with the punches. But you know, what I've been taught and, and I love this is, um, you don't know what you don't know. And yeah, change is, <laughs> you know, such an important part of, of that equation is you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, a lot of times this is what happens and, and folks listening in, um, when you hit a bump along the road, um, you know, going towards your goal and your dream and your desire, and it just doesn't happen, you know, exactly um, at that point when you thought it would or something just drastically changed. I've been taught by my coaches and mentors is to crack the champagne. And I know that sounds so, you know, crazy, but something bigger and better is going to happen to you. Yeah. And if you look at it that way, then nothing's really a problem. And listen, I'm not going to belittle things that happen to people because serious things do happen to people. They happen mm-hmm. to me um, and, they, and they happen to everybody. We have, you know, this thing called life and life just happens. But... You know, to your point about living intentionally is that you can guide that. You can guide that based on the attitude that you want to bring to that. And, and I'm a big believer that you don't, you don't react to things. You respond to them. And that's choice. And that choice is exactly what I do now is when something happens and I don't get what I want, I just crack the champagne. <laughs> and, 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 you know, theoretically that is. And, and um, taking it from a perspective that something bigger is happening. I don't know what, but something bigger is going to happen. And I take that attitude forward. And, you know, I'm usually right. I'm usually right. That's things solve themselves. They, they figure themselves out. And um, there was good reason why I didn't, you know, that didn't actually happen to me at the time. 
And um, I'm a big believer that those things will show themselves eventually. So crack the champagne. Yeah, crack I like the champagne, that. everybody. <laughs> um, Alan, uh, that was your question or my question? I forget. Well, I don't know, but I, but I got a, but I got a, but I got a question. I want to <laughs> there follow we go. up. All right, that. follow up. Let's it's about it. being present and and understanding and accepting what's happening in the world around you and being able to glean the things that uh, that are really there for you to take. But maybe you might over overlook them if you're too much on mission and being present. One of my mentors asked me this question, and I'm going to ask Amy. I'm going to ask you the question. But the question goes so far well beyond just the meaning of the question that it got me to think more that day when he asked me this question than anything else. And his question was simple. He goes, "Do you taste your food?" <laughs> hmm. Oh, jeez. And that got me to think about everything in my life. Do I take the time to really taste my food and appreciate that? Do I take the time to really listen to the people and the nuggets and the greatness that is around me that is indeed part of my mission and part of my value and is going to help answer those questions that I'm that I'm searching? So the question is to you, do you taste your food? Not as often as I should, I think. Um, yeah, because that's... You know, I think, I well, I alluded to earlier having the idea of guiding words. And so I have three guiding words. And I people that I work with, work with them to say, okay, think of three words that define your truest, best self. And now those words will guide your direction of where you want to be moving. And it happens to be one of mine is present, right? So I work to be present in conversations, um, in Facebook groups. When I'm interacting, I'm, I'm not looking at five other things. I'm, I'm present with that group or what have you. Um, but I, I know I even get caught up in, um, and I, you know, reference the kids cause you know, I have them, but in the afternoon, you know, after school, <laughs> they come home, you know, and I say, okay, I'm going to, the phones, you know, the phones down, computers off, going to do this. And mm-hmm. I have, and I, and I get so, you know, I get upset at myself and then I allow it to breathe and, and move on. But I do, you know, the kids are talking to me about something, but I have to check something real quick. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to check something real quick. And I'm not savoring the moment that I have with them. Um, mm-hmm. Because now it's time to, de- I mean, always developing relationships. But, you know, I, I want to hear what they have to say. I want to be with them and, and hear that. And, that I mean, that's just one example. I mean, there's, there's others, you know, if you're, you know, put the kids to bed and my husband and I are kind of hanging out sort of, you know, and we're just both tired from the day, but it's a really, it's an opportunity to mm-hmm. connect with each other again and to take time. So, um, you know, we make an effort actually to do a, a couple of 24 hour date, like a 24 hour date every month, we call it right where mm-hmm. we just have ourselves like, Oh, that's why I married you. Oh, okay. Got it. You know, <laughs> great. Let's go home. But it's, um, I love that. but it's, but I think it's it's really it's a great question because it it brings to mind the idea that um, it is something just as simple as you know are you savoring the meal that you have mm-hmm. you know do you do you taste those flavors and then how do you bring that to the rest of your day um, and to break it down so I I do but not as much as I know I'm capable of that's good 
that's a good answer. Yeah. That's authentic. Good answer. Right yep. Thank you for being yep. authentic and real and, you know, not yeah. just being the perfect one, you know. Oh, and I think well, that that's important. I get called out on that one. Because <laughs> it does say you're perfect here in, in your email about your bio. It says, I am perfect. And I, I, <laughs> oh, man. No, that was an authentic answer, and thank you for giving yeah, uh, that insight. And and I want to go back. It's risky to be transparent. It it is. I mean, we're, we're all vulnerable. Um, yeah. But before I, I have two two things, and then I'm going to ask you a, a, an important question. Um, what are your other guiding words? Oh, uh, so present, passionate, and bold. Those are my three. Ah, well, you're on the bold show. Yeah, so it's perfect. I love it. Awesome. And bold. I love that. And thank you for adding that one in. Uh, Dorky opportunist. Yeah, I, I, you're going to ask her. I was going to ask her. Oh, well, that One is just—it's—it's it's just uh, you know—it's—it's it's a great way to just you know um, be uh, fun about it, you know, and 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 look at life just a little less serious. You know, it's going by very quickly, folks. Um, you know, before a blink of an eye, we all have the same amount of time in life, and you know, have you really looked back and said, you know, did I have fun? You know, did I really make a difference in, in not other people's lives, but my own? And I think we have to be selfish in that regard sometimes is really look at ourselves and say, hey, did I really fulfill the things that made me happy? And, you know, I believe and, and I truly believe still to this day, and I've talked about it for my whole life, is that the one common thread between us all is that we just want to be happy. Whatever that happiness is for you or, you know, maybe different for me and, you know, so forth and so on as we carry through. But, you know, that, that, that is an important thing to ask yourself is, that, you know, are you happy? And um, I love, um, you know, the guiding words. In fact, I wrote it down and I said, what's mine? You know, that's my question in my journal because I take these things seriously when we're talking to experts or coaches or authors and speakers and, you know, just so many wonderful people that come on our show is I make notes for myself to say, hey, am I doing that? You know, I got caught up in your discussion just a minute ago about, you know, the fact that, you know, I have young kids as well. And am I being present? Can I check that later? Why is it so urgent right now? Um, why can't I take a moment? It'll be there later. I mean, it's not going to get solved either way. Um, it can wait. And, and I force myself to do those things as well. And, and I think, hey, listen, no one's perfect. Um, but as long as we're working towards the things that we can perfect, I think that's important. And, and that's the journey we, you know, we're all on. So present, passionate, and bold. I'm going to come back with mine. In fact, the next show that Alan and I do, that's our that's our that's, that's our, our work. Okay, that's our that's homework. our homework. Is, oh, great! Our guiding words. Um, I highlighted it in my book. Nice. Well, I don't know if you in, can see I it. Can but see I can see that. Highlighted it in my book. Inspiring words. Um, yeah. By you know from Amy to you know really find ours and and, and we're going to report on that and we're going to get that yeah, out there will. and uh, and we'll do. We'll some mention social, you. We'll, it'll, it's our homework. We'll it's be accountable. Social, it's our social media push. Yeah. Um, and speaking of you know enjoying things in life and you know being present and passionate and bold Amy what do you do um, what you what you do uh, to enjoy what do you enjoy most I guess I'm trying to say uh, get my foot out of my mouth what do you enjoy most about what you do oh what do I enjoy most um, I think one of the things I actually enjoy most is uh, I'm bringing a smile to someone's face I think because that See, and I think for me, seeing the smile signals a few things. One, they're a little more relaxed than they they may have been before. Um, another thing is they're more open because when you smile, you know, 
again, the dorky scientist comes out, you know, releases different chemicals in your brain when you do that. And you have this uh, relaxation and openness to receive um, and give more than you did before you had that smile on your face. So for me, one of, one of my great enjoyments is bringing, you know, smiles, I think, to people because then they're open to seeing what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, simple. Breaks down barriers. Simple. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah and, and, absolutely it does. Just really simple, um, but at the same time just so powerful, um, you know, what a smile can do. And, um, you know, there is that story we talked about on one of our shows, um, Alan, about the, you know, the smile that changed the world, right? Yeah, And so. um, it has changed everything for everybody. So, you know, smiles can go a long way. Uh, I love the fact that you have a science uh, background on, you know, mm-hmm. what that does from a chemical, uh, you know, um, endorphin, if you want, you know, that goes to the mind, mm-hmm. you know, the brain and, and, and produces something, a neural pathway. The more you can smile, I say smile lots, you know, just smile lots. I always smile at people that are mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes them more mad, but then so, you just smile you bigger, right? <laughs> so, so my wife, uh, you know, obviously is the culprit on the other side that, yeah. um, you know, when yeah. she's, uh, she's upset in, in any way, uh, I just smile. Um, it, as much yeah. as possible, and you know the fact is not not to. <laughs> well, she's gonna kill me, but anyway, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> and, already, and give the so. eyes while you're smiling too. I'm sure. Like, oh, uh, yeah. come on, just me. Yeah, right. Uh, I love that, and and thanks for sharing that. And it took me a second to get that question out, but I love that uh, you had a, a real uh, profound answer from the perspective of, you know, looking at someone's face and, and seeing that smile and, and, and what that does to you. Because, hey, listen, we're mirrors, right? And mm-hmm. when you can see someone smile, that's the smile inside of your soul. Mm-hmm. And I truly just, you know, enjoy watching, uh, you know, that interaction between people and, and how we can reflect uh, upon the circumstances and, and look within and, and ask yourself. And I always ask this question, especially when, and, and this question for me, um, you know, comes to mind when I'm in a predicament. <laughs> and I'll call it a predicament because, you know, I get in them often, not often, you know, where people are mad at me, but certain <laughs> circumstances where, you know, I just don't understand why I'm in this situation. <laughs> like, yeah. why is this person doing this right now? Okay, wait a second. Have I not dealt with that in my life? Or better yet, like, what do I need to learn from this? And I think that's an, an amazing question, especially when you're in that type of environment or something happens to you to ask that question. Why is this happening? Uh, why am I responsible for this right now? You know, it's not this person because I'm the mirror and something's coming out and I just got to deal with this right now. And uh, a lot of times how I answer that question is just smile yeah. and say, hey, okay, I get it. I get it. It's all good. I've been there. I've been mad. I've been angry. I've been, you know, that person once before. Thank you for sharing that insight. Alan, take us away. Question for you. Let's role play real quick for just just a a quick second. Um, I'm a new client, and I've made the decision to uh, become an entrepreneur. Uh, Thought about it, understand kind of what that means. Got a pretty good idea. I know there's risk and reward and all that's you know all all of those things, and I'm really not sure what to do. And I just need some advice because I'm starting out. Mm. What's the one thing you would encourage or tell me? Or maybe the maybe the better is the first thing. Well, I think that the first thing I would ask, and it's interesting. I met someone yesterday who um, is. It's funny. So I, I met them at a, an all-day summit meeting yesterday, 
And by the end of the afternoon, um, he signed up with me for coaching and maybe becoming out in his own. So <laughs> as an entrepreneur. But so we were talking about this yesterday. And my first question to him was, what is it you want to get out of it? And good. And to think about that first, because, and, and I actually relate this to when I was working on my doctorate, I, I can just remember, you know, the questions of, okay, well, you have to develop a question, you have to do this. What's the purpose of you doing this whole project? What's, what's the main purpose of getting this? If you have, and, and depending, some people said, oh, I want to save the world. Well, you're going to take it forever to do yours versus, <laughs> okay, I have an interesting question. I actually want to mm -hmm. help people in this particular area. So I want to ask this question and run this project to see if I can find an answer. Okay, that's that's clearer, right? So, and, I, and that's why I asked the question, what do you want to get out of it? Because um, in some cases, if you, you know, want to get out of the job that you're in, that's a good reason to not do it, but it may not give you enough of that grit and hustle to get what it, through what it takes to actually start a business. Right. Um, so it's it's that first, why, what do you want to get out of it, um, is the first question I like to ask. It's a great question. It's a powerful question. So it, clarity yeah. supports grit and hustle. It, I, for me, I found that and, you know, gazillion other people, and I'm sure you all have this too, of the entrepreneurs who are successful is that you know what you want to get out of it, whether it be a one, two, five year time frame, 90 days, whatever, you're clear. Mm -hmm. And so you will go through and get it done um, but you have a purpose of doing it um, and I, I think that and it's being internally driven to do something is is what you need is a big ingredient um, to be successful in almost anything but particularly for entrepreneurs you need to you need to love that and be willing to fight for it I think awesome. those are two very keys if you don't love and if you're not willing to fight for it then you're going to fail at it. Eventually, it's going yeah. to you're going to succumb to the outside influences and you know the objectives or the agendas of others and fall back into a life of mediocrity. Because if it's not clear enough and it's not strong enough and you're not passionate enough about it, you won't do the work. Right. Be bold, nation wants rapid, bold insight. It's time. It's time for that time uh Amy, Amy, are you ready for oh uh, look at that she's 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 uh, <laughs> getting ready for the get ready get ready for this are you get ready for it? Awesome. <laughs> well you know we got five questions we're going to go through them fairly quickly and uh we're going to end uh as we're getting to the end of the show but before i ask uh these questions amy you've got so many amazing things you, you, you're just such an inspiration to go after what you really want and, and have that clarity yourself in terms of what's important to you will you come back on later this year and and, and catch up with us oh i'd love to thank you awesome well you're welcome back and, and we look forward to that so let's get into it how uh, do you I'm sorry hang on a second I'm yep. interject. i yep. want to ask one more question because of your background, your education, and all that you know about the, the science behind developing people, we have a um, another part of or another another finger of our company called uh, Think Bold Kids. Think oh. Bold, Bold Kids. Yeah. Would you be willing to work with us in helping develop kids, uh, younger kids, and young entrepreneurs? And I think your background in uh, not only education but in brain science and business economics would be fantastic. I don't know what that means yet, but I do want to get you on the air 
of saying yes I'd, yes. I'd be honored excellent. I'd be honored to do excellent. that yes okay awesome. cool That's awesome okay you can you can interrupt with that question any day for think we'll be both kids and uh he's uh half joking when um you know we don't know what that is but we certainly do know what that is uh we're just not uh releasing it yet but we've got a few uh really cool things coming down the pipe on that rapid bold insight with amy how do you relax amy uh, two ways, play board games and uh, read. Great. I love board games um, and reading, actually. What is your favorite book, speaking of reading? Right now, uh, favorite book, because I have to preface that, uh, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. So I read that once a month, just oh. for reminders, but uh, War of Art is hands down. Wow, cool. Great book. What's your favorite exercise? Swimming. Swimmer. Awesome. I'm trying to get my boys to swim. They're well, you're swim. in the right part of the country for swimming, Chris. That is true. That <laughs> is true. There are a lot of great places to swim down here at the beach. Um, what is your favorite quote? So one of them is um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s. Um, so faith is taking the next step without seeing the whole staircase. <laughs> That's powerful. That just gave sent me a, a chill. I love chills. Tells me something. Most influential person right now in your business and why? The most influential person right now is actually uh, a coach and mentor I have, Alex Charfin. Um, and, and he's really influential right now because he's the developer of the entrepreneurial personality type. And I went to his inaugural leverage event back in January. And it was just uh, life-changing because it gave me a vocabulary and words around um, what most people call craziness with entrepreneurs because I'm just we're wired differently sure um, but it, it or a little it, kooky uh, yeah a little bit I can be a lot of it depending who you talk to <laughs> but I think um, cuckoo yeah cuckoo it's it's such it, having the and I it, well, I'm struggling like, putting words in my emotions, but it's it's having the words to share with other people as to okay, I need to lower my pressure and noise, and I need to ask for help. I love um, that. Oh, which, there you go. Which is so amazing. So, taking my initiative to lower the pressure and noise, great, and then asking for help um, and the support. He calls it support, and uh, just having that and sharing that with my husband, with friends, with my virtual assistant. We have weekly report. What went right? Where do we need help? And that's the only two questions we answer each week. And um, and that for me, I think that's that's why uh, of putting, you know, okay, just words to what we feel, what we experience, um, and and developing that community. That's that's been really powerful. Words have power, and um, you do. can illuminate them, and you can, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, really make them affect the things in your life. So that is power. I love the weekly report. That is that is hands down uh, my next uh, uh, thing to do. So you're just you're just full She's of knowledge. Full of all here. sorts I love of great it. stuff, just man. Coaching the coach. I love it. I've um, I've written a lot of pages here today. I'm my my head's down, not because I'm not paying attention, but because I'm writing very 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 fast. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I I have uh, one two three four pages full of brilliance. 
I hope you guys, audience, uh, are getting some really great stuff out of this. We certainly are. And that is our intent, is to teach you some great things from people that are going out there and doing it and creating new things. You heard from Amy that she was doing something completely different just over three years ago and now doing something that is so passionate and so amazing for her to keep growing and, 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 and being who she really wants to be. So kudos to Amy. Can I just interrupt uh, the show just for a minute? My sure. wife just sent me, she's my final editor. She just sent me a note that says, I'm done with your book. Oh, awesome. Oh, Celebration. That's awesome. Right? Talk about right. cracking champagne. Fantastic. Yeah, crack the champagne seriously. Wow. Let's get this show done. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just celebrate. <laughs> celebrate, celebrate. So anyway, yeah. I wanted to interrupt the show with that because, man, well, you know, anybody following this show knows that, you know, this is something that has been a major goal in my life. And, and just to know that my wife, who's an amazing editor, by the way, and anybody that needs any help out there, she is unbelievable um, at, you know, taking your story and making it even better uh but on that note um alan take us away amy you're amazing before we do that and, and your one last bold move uh, question alan uh amy tell us uh tell the audience and, and everybody how they can get a hold, they of, get a hold you. of you oh sure um so you can go to my website it's amy smallers all one word a-m-y-s-m-a-l-a-r-z.com and there's all, you know, my blogs there, um, information on how to contact me, some projects, initiatives I have going. And also, I am on Facebook and Twitter as well. So I'm, I'm active in both of those areas too. Yes, so. you are. You're on top of yeah. that. And I love that because you, uh, you got a lot of great things done. I didn't ask this question. I'm going to squeeze it in really quickly because I remember talking to you uh, about this. And, and I, just want, I, I just want to put the pressure on you. Okay. <laughs> You're writing a book. I know that. And you've got something that uh, is coming. You know, when can we, when, and I'm just going to ask the question, when can we expect it? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you are. Piece. <laughs> wow. I'm yeah, writing this I'm putting the pressure on. I know. You I know. are. Yeah. So I am self-publishing the book and you're right. I'm, I'm in the midst of writing it. So it's going to be available in June. Wow, I thought you were going to say way later than that. You are ambitious. Oh, I, am, I love that. I'm getting it. I, I, because I have a lot there and the, the passion, but it's, it's getting the focus. So I just finished a five-day challenge with some folks and gotcha. um, finished they're doing an online course that's going to be live in May. So now I can go head down and, and do the book. So that's where I'm June. You heard I it here. I love it. That is <laughs> wow. awesome. awesome. Hey, listen, I love putting that on. And that's why I wanted to do it because we talked about it. And I wanted yeah. to put a little bit of pressure on Amy. Uh, Alan, take us away. Hey, one bold move, Amy. You have given so many bold things today. I even kind of hesitated asking that question. But uh, I am going to ask it. You know, what one bold move would you like to leave with the audience you know today and it can be something you can reiterate something you already talked about it could be something new and i've got a whole i've had pages of bold moves but but pick one what one bold move would you like to leave with the listeners today well i i think the well not think i do know because i'm about to say it so the bold move uh <laughs> i'd like to challenge people with is for everyone to think of their three guiding words so the words that describe their truest best selves and you may not be that word today but it's something you want to work to be work toward to be because those three guiding words will give you direction on a daily basis and 
get the three words, write them down. Um, I actually have them on my wall in my office. I have an alarm set on my phone for 10 a.m. and the label is those three words. So alarm goes off, you have to shut it off and then you look down and, you, and you're reminded of those words. So bold move Powerful. is to do your three guiding words. Powerful. Cool. Perfect. I love that. I Powerful. Love you're amazing, That's Amy. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. You, you know, offered some wonderful insight um, and taking you know, all the letters of your name after you know, all, the, all the things you've done and, 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 and you went and you did something completely different. And I love that because that is, yeah. that is bold to me. And um, that, I think, is encouraging to our audience is to go and, and just follow that internal guidance that something's not right and you're not going to just stay and do what you don't want to do. And, and you did that. Um, thank you so much for being here, Alan. Um, let's, uh, let's wrap her up. Yeah, boy, saying thank you doesn't quite cut it, but thank you. Um, you've given a lot of very transparent, great content and knowledge to the listeners, and I sure hope that people reach out. Uh, you're you're very welcoming. You're easy to chat with. Your knowledge base is extremely extensive. Uh, we're glad that you're here. Thank you for taking time to chat with us and to leave the the nuggets with the audience. We hope you come back. Whatever we can do to help perpetuate where you're at and where you're going, uh, connect you, whatever we can do, uh, talk about your programs and your services uh, gladly, uh, please let us know. And once again, thank you so much for being on our show. Chris, as usual, you're great. I love you, man. Great co-host. We have a blast doing this, and we hope that we're bringing great content and value to the listener base because they sure deserve it. Well, right back at you, and uh, be bold, nation. Stay tuned for some great shows, and thanks for tuning in. You guys are uh, awesome. Go to Amy Smallers. I'll spell it out, A-M-Y-S-M-A-L-A-R-Z.com, depending where you are in the world. And, <laughs> I'm Canadian. I'm going to stick with it. And uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.